back to another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave, here with me, as always, Anthony and Moose. What's up? Hello! Okay, <laughs> huge delay there. Thanks, gentlemen. Uh, guys, I'm dipping into my warm-up here is uh, a Spanish beer, an Estrella. Estrella, Premiada Cerveza. Mediterranea. Not too bad. I got a big pint here. Tasty. Tasty little beverage. What are you guys drinking? I'm drinking a... I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a oh. Laker Lager again. Laker Lager. Um, and I'm drinking a Creamore Lot 9 Pilsner. Uh, it's a golden Pilsner. Nice. Medium body. Crisp hop. A golden Pilsner. Oh, are we, are we, is that a thing we do now? We just read the can? Oh, well, that's proudly brewed well, in Ontario. Well, Laker Lager, beer, you guys usually, slash, beer, 5% alcohol. You guys usually say a lot more than I do. 473 so. Yeah, we usually like to get into it a little bit. Yeah, today I literally oh. just read the cans. And, and the most important thing is this is fire brewed with spring water. Fancy. I mean, you got to go spring I, water. I'm going to throw up. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna throw this out here this week because I was suggested to me earlier today. Um, if any of our listeners know uh, brewers who would like to send us beers to try, and uh, you know, we'll, maybe we'll give a short review on the episode. Yeah, email us at three bfantasypod at gmail dot com, and uh, you know, let's see if we can we can get some beers going. That's a great point. We'll gladly review uh anyone's beers that they send our way yep more absolutely. than happy to well cheers gentlemen cheers cheers we are coming to you guys live into the third quarter i mean we're not live but we are watching the third quarter of the monday night football game between the saints and chargers chargers looking pretty good right now and so does herbert huh hmm. yeah just Herbert's looking all right so far i believe we, we have, have a, a beer bet we do. We do. Anthony against Moose and I. The over-under on fantasy points for Herbert was set at 20. And what Anthony is he at now, Dave? Over. Do you know? Is that like 16, I think? Yeah, just in the first half. And he yeah, hasn't I mean, even started his drive in the second half yet, which is about to start now. So, hmm. Yeah, the Saints are certainly doing their best to give him every opportunity to get those 20 points. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm vexed, hitting vexed. Hitting, the, hitting the punter, get, a, get, get an extended drive. Give him the ball on the one-yard line on a turnover by Breeze. Yeah, Breeze does not look good. Moose, I think you might weigh in here, but like the ball's coming off of his hand very poorly. I think it's going right in the turf. Normally, normally, Dave, I would joke about this situation, but I'm going to use a very serious tone and say he's old. <laughs> That's your serious version of the of the he's old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it he's before. He's not look good out there. No, every like it could be he's his time is past, guys. Like I'm concerned for him and for the Saints. Um, they're my pick preseason pick for the Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, he might be over the hump, guys. Might be my over the hill, beating so fast. Uh, I don't know how to react. Uh, well, Moose, maybe this is time to introduce yeah. our new segment. Yes, we do have a new segment uh, that is called "I Just Can't." The Anthony Harrison rant, where Anthony will give us a 30-second <laughs> rant 
about his vexation of things that have happened in the league this week. We do have a safety word, and the safety word will change from week to week. This week, the safety <laughs> word, if Anthony should go over 30 seconds in his tirade, is Drew Brees. Anthony, take us away. Oh, I thought Dave was going to be the one to I'm say I'm ready go. to time the 30. Whenever okay. you whenever you begin, you, you, that's you, when the 30 you, starts. You give me a go. Okay, go. All right. Supposed to be a Super Bowl contenders this year, the New Orleans Saints, and a coach that's supposed to be as good as the likes of Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. What a disaster at play calling. Drew Brees, supposed to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's old. Get your receivers the ball. Use Kamara. What is this Taysom Hill bullshit? Like, it's unbelievable. Don't put Taysom Hill on the field. This is Drew Brees' team, Kamara's team. Get it done. Get Drew Brees. It. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. 30 Drew Brees. seconds is up. Drew Brees. Oh, hopefully that was enough. Racing. Was 30 seconds enough to get that out of your system, Anthony? I, I don't know. The adrenaline my, pumping here. My heart, my heart was racing, Anthony. <laughs> this is that was I, I was very emotional. Like I needed more F-bombs in there. Like, I don't know if I got everything out, but 30 seconds is all I need. Um, I I could take up this whole episode with Rance. So uh, 30 seconds. Also, he's old took you about five seconds. So that's like a waste of time there. Well, it needs to. (laughs) But that's all I'll say about this game for now. Yeah, particularly. Very good. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are sharing. Sorry, David. I was just going to say a lot of our listeners are probably sharing in that frustration as well. No worries. Particularly, we got to – I think we always have to pick topics or issues that are pertinent to Anthony's fantasy team that week. I think that's always going to be best. For our safe words. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, so far the Chargers are up 20 to 10. We'll update you on that game as we progress through the podcast. We want to make sure you're ready for the waiver wire, including that game. And we'll try and project Bill's Titans tomorrow. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Waivers still have to go in tomorrow night. Um, let's talk waiver wire, guys. Mm. Waiver wire. Um, <laughs> waiver wire. Beauty. Yeah. It's, yeah uh, I, I, I can start. I, yeah, Are you, you going to start, Anthony? No, no, no. You okay, go. Uh, no, you go. How could she okay. slap? Uh, All right. So, like, uh, basically, like we said last week, we said we're going to do more of a discussion and we're going to put a bunch of names in the pot because at this point in the season, um, it's kind of hard to find a, a guy that is available and start-worthy at this point in the season. So, I'm going to go with... Um, Henry Ruggs, Roman numeral three, and Chase Edmonds. So Henry Ruggs, Roman numeral three, is healthy again. He's the he's supposed to be the number one receiver in Las Vegas. Moose mentioned um, on yesterday's episode that he's a boom-bust type guy. Um, so I guess he's like a flex option. Um, I like he's a guy with big upside. Um, you can't expect him to be consistent from week to week, but he's definitely a guy you should roster. And like we mentioned about Chase Edmonds last week on the waiver wire episode, uh, Kenyon Drake is not the first or second rounder running back that you expected for your team. Um, Even though he got into the double digits, the early double digits this week, Chase Edmonds was the guy. I think they're just fed up of just trying to go to Kenyon Drake and feed him the ball. So it's going to be a shared backfield over there. And I think, uh, I think Chase Edmonds will be rosterable or a flex option depending on the matchups, but you can start him most weeks now. I think Kenyon Drake is on his way out. Really? You think Chase Edmonds is going to take over 
the lead role or more like a, a like a share of the backfield? What do you think? I, th- I think it'll be a share. Like I, none of them are as talented as Eckler, but I would say it would be like an Eckler Joshua Kelly shared backfield type uh, split. So I think uh, I think Edmonds is definitely start worthy depending on the matchups. So I don't I don't disagree with you. I think uh, Edmonds is is a very good candidate and uh, waiver wire pickup if he's available in your leagues. But I will say that it they still seem to be set on Drake being the the lead rusher. Like Chase Evans gets all of his he earns all his, his money through the air. Like he has six targets two weeks in a row five receptions two, week, two weeks in a row, but he only had three rushes this past week, and he was only on the field 44% of the time. So I don't think he's take, usurped Kenyon Drake yet, but he's certainly usable. Right, and I think Kenyon Drake doesn't make the most of all the touches he gets, and I think J- Chase yeah, Edmonds will take advantage of the the less opportunities he has, and they're playing Dallas, which has a weak D this week. So that's on the Monday night game. So definitely pick up Chase Edmonds if you didn't do it last week. Fair. Moose, what do you think about Ruggs? Uh, I don't want to go over it again. I mean, we went over it yesterday. He's a, he's a boomer bust player, in my opinion, until he proves otherwise. But uh, I was I thought you would chase up that segment with your waiver wires. <laughs> oh, fall. <laughs> so I'd chase, uh, chase Edmonds with the other big chase of the week, which was obviously... Uh, Canadian BC born Chase Claypool, who absolutely went off uh, this week. Deontay Johnson went out with an injury. Juju was struggling, and Chase Claypool became the focal point of the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. He had four TDs, one on the ground, three through the air, and he had a really had a fifth TD that was called back for offensive pass interference because he just was too good, I guess, or too strong. Um, he really didn't touch the defender, but uh, they, they called it back. And I was a little upset as a Steelers uh, fan, but Chase Claypool looked like very explosive, something that I've been saying for a while, something that Moose um, called out, I think, two weeks ago to start looking at him on the waiver wire and try to get ahead of the game. Um, well, now everyone's going to be going after Chase this week. So, you know, everyone's going to want him after that that 4TD production. Um, if you're desperate for receivers – then I would go ahead and uh, if you're in a fab league, bid uh, an aggressive amount. But I would do that knowing he's not going to put up th- these kind of numbers for the rest of the year, maybe for his career. Four TDs is, is a lot. Um, and I think if Dante Johnson's healthy, he's still the third receiver. So that's something to keep in mind um, uh, for those of you that are going after Chase Claypool. But obviously, uh, he proved that he's a, he's a big play kind of guy. Second on my waiver wire is Alexander Madison, backup running back uh, of the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook suffered uh, some sort of tweak of an injury um, during the game, and I think the third quarter this past It was past his groin. Week, it was his groin. Thank you. Uh, and they had an MRI performed on it, and uh, Mike Zimmer, the head coach, said it looked good or something like something to that extent, but we have no details on it. So to me, Madison's definitely someone you want to target if he's available in your league. A lot of people probably stash them on their bench, in which case you're welcome. Um, but I would go after Alex Madison because an injury like that, a groin injury for running backs, that's tough. So you, that could be re-aggravating uh, each week, even if he is good to go. What do you guys and think like, about that? And like we said yesterday, yeah, well, I, I, just to comment quickly before you go, Moose, Madison had over 100 yards rushing, and that was mostly from the fourth quarter. So... Yeah, definitely worth it. Yeah, Moose, what do you think? 
Yeah. These guys, uh, you know, for our terminology, for our beginner listeners, both of these guys are what we would call league winners. So at the start of the season, you may not have drafted them. They may not have been important. But due to injury over the course of the season, these are the kind of guys who come in midway to late uh, later in the in the season, and they become very potent weapons on offenses. So injuries, of course, we never wish them upon anyone, but they do happen, and often they linger. You know, every week you only have a week to heal up soft tissue. You know, Alexander Madison might be getting, might be splitting carries with Dalvin Cook if his if his leg is is too weak to, you know, play a full game. Same with Chase Claypool. If Deontay Johnson's back injury is is lingering, he might get more playing time. He may not be the, you know, hundred percent of the snaps, but he's definitely going to be in there a lot more. So, these are definitely guys you want to. I think I mentioned it a couple episodes ago. You, you don't want to win next week. You want to win two weeks, three weeks from now by picking up guys on the waiver wire. And that uh, these two guys are perfect examples. And, well, here's uh, a question for you, Moose and Anthony. Who would you rather yeah. have on your roster, Chase Claypool or Brandon Ayuk? At this point, Claypool. Very, very interesting question. Since I dropped Chase Claypool for Brandon Ayuk <laughs> this week. Um, mm. The thing is, uh, I made I made that decision based on the fact that Deontay Johnson came back healthy, and he right. only injured himself in the game. Prior to this week, Chase Claypool was maybe one or two targets a game. Brandon Ayuk right. has been a starter since since week one, so I I saw him as the advantageous uh, rookie talent to have on my team. Right, but who are you taking right now at this point? Who would you have? I think I'd, I think I'd still take Brandon Ayuk. Okay, what I think with, Chase? with I think with Jimmy Jimmy G back healthy, I think uh, the 49ers are going to step it up. Okay, what about Chase Claypool or T Higgins? Higgins, yeah, I think I, Higgins I, now. I I don't know. I think to be honest, I think it's a toss up between the two. Um, Claypool, man, he could have some big weeks. And yeah. I just don't trust. I just don't trust Cincinnati offense. It, it, it depends, yeah, and it depends what you're what you need on your team. Like, like Moose said, Claypool could be. No, but a, let's assume let's assume you need a wide receiver. You need a wide receiver. Right. But this is what I'm saying. Um, if you're solid on your team, even if you're in the top uh, top half of your league uh, in wins, having Claypool stash on your bench could help you win in the playoffs. If you are desperate and have injuries and COVID players like T Higgins, we've seen has produced consistently week to like for the past couple of weeks. So we know that he will be used. And like we said, Claypool is dependent on injuries and Juju Smith Schuster playing badly. So uh, at this point, I think it's circumstantial for uh, Claypool. And whereas T Higgins, they need to use him because AJ Green is not there. So it's him and Tyler Boyd. Good points. Good points. All right, let's uh, let's rope her back in here. Um, I've got two quarterbacks to talk about. Um, they could be streaming options, or they could be a replacement for the very unfortunate Dak Prescott injury that happened this week. The obvious waiver wire pickup is Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is a starting quarterback uh, quality backup in Dallas. I am of the belief that there will be very minimal... Um, effect on the Dallas Cowboys with Andy Dalton at quarterback. Um, so I think he's he's a great pickup if you can get him. 
And my other option would be Ryan Fitzpatrick, who has been dropping the Fitzmagic all over the league in Miami. He's put up uh, plus 20 points, I think, four weeks straight now. Doesn't look like he's going to slow down. So I think if you're if you're looking for a quarterback replacement for uh, maybe just one week, take Ryan Fitzpatrick, see, see where it goes. If you're looking for just a set it and forget it, try to pick up Andy Dalton, and I think you'll be fine. So uh, let's get the record straight here for you, Moose. Dak Prescott was on uh, a record-setting pace. In terms of yards and in terms of in terms of fantasy points, he was absolutely insane. Do you think Andy Dalton's going to step in and be that good, or just good enough? No, I'm I'm not suggesting that he'll be Dak Prescott, but you have three wide receivers who are top talents. You have Ezekiel Elliott. You have Dalton Schultz, who hasn't been terrible at catching the ball as a tight end. I mean. He's got options. So until, you know, he's has a disastrous game, I think you can trust in Andy Dalton. Anthony, you agree? Well, you can definitely trust them. I know Moose and I went back and forth last, or all of us were going back and forth last episode, but I'm not saying Dalton's going to be bad. He's definitely worth picking up, and you can probably start him over guys like Matt Ryan um, and just guys that are uh, QBs that are underperforming. What I said was, I just don't think the opportunity for like five guys on the Dallas offense to dominate, like uh, as far as Dalton Schultz, yeah, but Gallup, we're just talking, CD. we're just talking about Andy Dalton here. We're just right. talking about that's Andy what Dalton. I'm saying. He's, he's, st- you can start him because like Moose said, he has all this talent around him so he can get the ball. It just is a matter of the offensive line. If when it, things collapse could he get out of the pocket because we did see a fumble from him when there was pressure on this game okay yeah, and like it, i, I want to put i want to put this into go ahead dave i was just gonna say andy dalton's uh next three weeks are arizona washington um sorry his next two weeks which are very good matchups very favorable so that's a good yeah. start for him for sure that's so I, I just want to put this in pers- i want to put this in perspective and people had Andy Dalton as their starter when he was in Cincinnati. Yeah, like if you if you were if you were if you yeah, but if you were confident starting him in Cincinnati, you have to be confident starting him in Dallas. Oh yeah, right now. for sure. Uh, it's uh, hands down. You pick him up and start him. He's not as like I know we usually do streamer quarterbacks on this episode, but he's pick him up and start him. You have to. Especially, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we're even. I don't even know why we're still debating this. We should be moving on to the next segment. Okay. Fire up that and red rocket. Just a note on Fitz Magic. You're right, Moose. Four weeks in a row of over 20 points. 27 last week. Uh, he faces Denver, the Chargers, the Rams of the next three weeks. So something to be aware of. A couple there. Of Some tough decent defenses. defenses. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the waiver wire? Deep. What about some deep waiver wire pickups, guys? Well, uh, depending on how uh, or the news coming out of uh, the Chargers after this game ends, Keenan Allen left the game hurt. So if he's out, I would say a deep guy to look at is Guyton. Um, he's an undrafted receiver who did well last week. He struggles a little bit, but you know they'll have to throw the ball to him. And then Mike Williams could also be an option to pick up as well. Just somebody has to catch the ball over there. 
And then what was the other guy we said in Philadelphia? Fulgham? Fulgham. He, he looks like he's coming up and becoming their number one target. So uh, if if you're in deeper leagues, they could be guys to look at. Yeah, I think it was two weeks in a row that Fulgham was, was pretty pretty decent. Yeah. Well, you heard it there. Moose, you heard it there, gentlemen. Uh, well, it's I would, but it really depends on the Bills game. I'm still hot on Gabriel Davis. Yeah. I think he's going to be uh, he could be a um, a league winner at uh, by the end of this season. But it really depends. Let's see what happens this week with the Bills. That's a good point and uh, something to to keep your eye on in that game. So, how are you guys managing? Um, does it affect your waiver wire at all? The fact that there is a Bills Titans game tomorrow night, and the waiver wire pickups need to go in by tomorrow. So here's something that's interesting. Yahoo is processing them on Wednesday. I just saw that on an email I got. I don't know what's, I haven't seen anything from sleeper. So definitely check your platform to make sure, uh, you know, if there's, if there's any delays, if not, I mean, you just got to stay up. If you really need a waiver, then you got to stay up and watch that bills game. Yeah. Just an excuse to stay up on a Tuesday and watch the game. I love it. I'm excited that there's going to be a Tuesday game. Yeah, I know. It feels like the it feels like the weekend is just like extended weekend. Yeah, yeah. and it was Canadian Thanksgiving, so it's uh, party keeps rolling. Yeah, Travis Amazing. Fulgham, Anthony, I just checking over the stats. He had 26 points in half PPR this week. Yeah, uh, he was on the field almost all the time. He had 13 targets, 10 receptions, 152 yards. The previous week he was 12 points. Um, but he, you know, he was only factored in towards the end. So, and a touchdown in both weeks. And like I said about the Chargers, it's the same thing for Philadelphia. Somebody's got to catch the ball. Somebody has to catch the ball, and it's not Zach Ertz. No. Um, and if you if you're not watching the game tonight, just about that Keenan Allen injury, uh, he was smiling on the sideline. I really think they they're probably holding him out because they're absolutely decimating the Saints and probably don't need him out there to worsen the injury. But uh, he was standing up. It, it looked like a back cramp. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't panic. I don't think it's a a, a crazy yeah. injury. It's but, like yeah, a tweak. He probably just tweaked it. Yeah. Hundred percent. I wouldn't worry too much. All right. Um, to talk about streamers, guys. Are we ready for some stream options? Sure. Let's I think so. It. All right. Let's do it. Um, well, I got I a guess... new I, guys. I got a potential new name for the segment. I just thought of it. Should we what? should we throw it out there? Okay. Uh, we call it the "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, Stick to the Rivers and the Streamers." That's your used to segment. What do you oh. think? As long as Rivers doesn't imply Philip Rivers, <laughs> that's fair. So we could just say "Stick to the Streamers." That you talk to. about old. <laughs> he he. Like, oh my God, that he game, also looks bad. They yeah. didn't want him throwing the ball at all. It, it's bad. It's bad. Which we, we also talk, we, we we spoke about this yesterday, and I I shut it down. But now I've I've seen more talk about it. But what? again, rumors. But the rumor is that uh, Dwayne Haskins will go to the Colts. Rumors. But they drafted a quarterback. As Jacob well. Eason. Yeah. And he so said he's going to be, be weird. Weird. again. Again, yeah, I know rumors. And another rumor that came out is that AJ Green is looking for a trade. So uh, I mean, he was it, is, he is was it, before he got franchise tagged. So 
Yeah. Well, he's not playing well, and he looks old as yeah. well, probably due to all the injuries he's had over the years. So even if he is traded, like even if he goes to the Patriots or something, like he's not going to be uh, a showstopper. Like he's just not a viable option. Yeah, I don't like. He's certainly not. It's not a lack of volume or ch- opportunity that's that's hurting him this year. It's you know something else. Um, and with how bad Philip Rivers looks and how much they want to run the ball in Indianapolis, you would think it would be good for Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, but Taylor was pretty much saved by his touchdown last week. So it continues to be a little bit frustrating as someone who's a big believer in Jonathan Taylor. Um, okay. So we kind of segued, we kind of floated down the stream on a segue, (laughs) but, uh, let's get back to it. Who, uh, who's, who's throw some streamers out there. All right. Defensive streamers. Guys, we were talking about this pre-show, and I think we all had our eye on one defensive streamer in particular this week based on matchup, and that's the Miami Dolphins taking on the Denver Broncos. You know, we talked about Fitzpatrick, who's been fantastic, and the Miami Dolphins are not, you know, a, not a basement dweller anymore. They're decent. Um, Denver is really banged up. Drew Locke could be back this week. But either way, uh, Denver's been struggling big time. So Miami could be a good play this week. And guess who my streamer is going to be? Oh. I have one that I just thought of. Who is it? And it's kind of like in the the theme of tonight with uh, the Monday Night Football. Justin Herbert is playing the Jets next week. Ooh. Pick him up. Oh, for QB streamer. Oh, Oh, yeah. I I jumped to QB streamer because... it just like I was like, how did we not see this before? And and oh no, we did mention it. Uh, I think yesterday because he has Jets, Miami, Jacksonville coming up. So yeah. he's a streamer. Hey, my, Miami. Uh, yeah, Miami's defense starting. is no joke anymore. Their defense yeah, uh, looks which, pretty solid. But I feel like it would be yeah. Well, that's what you guys said about the New Orleans defense. And how does that look tonight, boys? We did, we did, and it looks terrible. Well, not terrible, to be honest. It was a couple of, of penalties. Uh, to me, it's Drew Brees and that roughing the kicker penalty that are making the difference in the game. And New Orleans Saints, more often than not, is is having the Chargers get off the field three and outs, My as God. they just did again. And Herbert is still at 16 points, Anthony. Um, he is. I don't, I don't have any streamers. You guys said all the streamers that probably I was going to bring up. Okay, and I'd mentioned Fitzpatrick as a streamer earlier. Yeah, Fitzpat uh, Fitzmagic definitely a good option as a streamer. Um, on the QB on the QB grind, guys, I I don't see a lot of streaming options this week. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know, against the Atlanta Falcons, who oh, just yeah. fired their coach and their GM, um, and have been just awful. Like to me, guys, are the Atlanta Falcons competing with the Jets? Like to be the worst team in the league. Do they want a new nickname for their team? Bold prediction. They What's go... the new nickname, Dave? Is I feel like you're setting us up for a nickname. <laughs> no, here. I don't have one yet. I mean, we came up with Balsa Wood like on the spot. That was genius. I think I said model airplane and moose. You came in with the genius Balsa Wood model airplanes for the jets. But I mean, we could downgrade them. I don't think they deserve to be a Falcon. Like we got a seagulls. Pigeons? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, um, Falcons. Falcons definitely dive bomb. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing yeah. Falcons do. Sure. Pigeon diving. I mean, I just, um, I just don't think a Falcon's a bird of prey. 
you know, and I just don't think that we can, I don't think they've earned the Falcon. Oh, well, they're definitely a bird of praying for a win. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. I like that praying for a win, but um, <laughs> bold prediction here. They are going to just be abysmal this season. Matt Ryan gets sent out in a trade or Julio Jones, and they have the first pick in the rookie draft this year. And who are they going to draft boys? Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yes, baby. New coach, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan on a new team. Oh, it's possible. I guess. I guess it's between who are the winless teams, Falcons and the Jets? Uh, there has to be more. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, there's for sure more. Carolina has wins. Uh, Detroit? Detroit has win. No, Detroit has won a game. Oh, I don't know. So the Jets, um, yeah, I think that might be it, guys. Uh, Jets. I'm perusing. Yeah. Well, Washington's won. Jacksonville's won. So I think, yeah, maybe you're right. Those are the only two teams. Oh, sorry. Has the New Denver York won? The New York Giants, guys. Yeah, Denver one and three. Oh, yeah, New York Giants. My yeah. God. They, the so New York, New York, York teams. Good God. Goodness gracious. Um, all right, getting back to streamers here, guys. Um, like we said, Kirk Cousins is an option. And then in terms of defenses, if they're available, they've been a pretty good defense this year. But the Washington, Washington, Roman numerals, two are going up against the Giants uh, this week. And uh, I think they've been a, a solid defense. So if you're in a tight spot, they could be good. And then teams that are probably picked up, but just in case they were dropped, the L.A. Rams or the Indianapolis Colts um, playing the 49ers who've struggled on offense and the Bengals, respectively. If you're really in a bad situation, I guess you have to go with the Washington, Washington, Roman numeral twos. But the last four weeks have been five points, one point, four points, four points on D. Even though they're playing the Giants, it, like these divisional matchups could be a shootout or it could be a defensive game. But I just don't think. Yeah, and the Giants did put up quite a few points against uh, the Cowboys. Right. Who is a defense we will never recommend to stream, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, let's just say you can't trust anyone if you start on uh, start any of these players on your team from Washington or New York's like you just you don't know <laughs> New York's you can't rely on anybody plural yeah, yeah. Plural. New York's the New York's all right no other QB streamers for the week guys no I don't no. think so no okay and we could briefly touch on tight ends we talked about Eric Ebron last week he was targeted quite a bit but uh fumbled the ball and was disappointing this week uh, he's going up against the Browns if you wanted to take another shot on him. Uh, Jimmy Graham, if yeah. he's available in your leagues, has to be an option. Yeah. Um, going up against Carolina this week, and he's a serious red zone threat every week. So those would be two off the top of my head uh, in terms of tight ends. Yeah, you took mine. Jimmy Graham was mine. The other Jimmy G. And I mean, you can try and gamble with one of the guys on Houston because – Darren Fells could do well, or Aikens could do well. They, they just need, <laughs> but again, Houston, we don't know who the ball's going to from week to week. Even with the tight ends, it could be Aikens, it could be Fells. If you have to gamble because of a bye week, then gamble. Uh, New Orleans is on a bye week next week, so that's a lot of players that are going to be out. Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Kamara, Latavius yep. Murray. Who are, who are the, I think there's four teams on bye week next week, right, Anthony? If you could drum up all four, so our... Or, I mean, people are checking on their platforms. You should know. But 
it uh, it would be important for us to to call those out and uh, for you guys to be aware of that. Moose, are you thinking about any other uh, tight end options this week? No, man, my tight end has been picked up. And uh, if Robert Tanyan is still available in your league, uh, you might want to check because you're probably playing with yourself. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that was well, um, yeah, a little saucy there, Moose. Explicit. Yeah, so the week six uh, buys. Meaning, meaning that uh, if someone in your league hasn't picked up Robert Tanyan, Beautiful. your league's half asleep or fully oh, yeah. asleep. Got it. Or they're Drew Brees. So um, the bye weeks are New England Patriots, New Orleans Saints, Las Vegas Raiders, and Seattle Seahawks. So maybe, like, you'll be picking up Henry Ruggs from numeral three, but he's not going to help you this week. But he could be a good stash for the upcoming weeks. Um, Anthony, why won't he help you this week? Because I just said they're on a bye. Oh, are they on a bye this week? I, I just named the Sorry, I missed that. Yeah, he was naming all the buys, man. Pay attention. What are you? That's what I wasn't paying yeah. attention. Yeah, you're you're like in a league that doesn't have Robert Tanyan rostered, okay? And maybe New exactly. Orleans. Exactly. That's a great New example. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the New Orleans Saints need this bye week because they look fucking abysmal today. Oh, and we're definitely explicit now. Um, I, I yeah. swore in my segment. Okay. Which is my segment will be, be purely be uncut. <laughs> purely uncut. So every episode, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a rant because. Every episode? Uh, wow, bold. Well, whenever there's a game, and usually we record on game nights, so unless the Thursday night game, which there is none this week, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's been moved to Sunday. So, oh, good catch. So that's that's upsetting that there's no Thursday night game, but there is a Tuesday night game. Yes. Um, yeah. Who knows? Do you guys want to check in tomorrow? Do a little, do a little Tuesday show? Mm. I think we could or do a keep Tuesday show. Okay. Well, Jesus. I mean, we'll announce it on our on our social media if it happens. Well, Tuesday show. All right, I don't gentlemen. think we should. There's a game, and it's a little too early to do our start sits, but we'll we'll, we'll let you know it, yes. via social media. Yeah, start sit will have to come later. Um, all right, you guys, take a little gander at the schedule for week six, and I want to hear which game you are going to be most looking forward to watching from a fantasy standpoint or just a regular standpoint. I want your game of the week for week six. Actually, we could we could have waited again. We could have waited, but um, and again, <laughs> I won't go Monday night uh, or Sunday night football, Anthony. Just to uh, you know, I don't want to pick the obvious one, but I'm going to go Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I want to see the goat against the other goat, and that's Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, that that one's going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Both I'm going to go fantasy obvious and real life. I'm going to go obvious. Bills and Chiefs. It's going to be amazing. Yes. That too. Yeah. I'm. I guess. <clears throat> I. I guess I'll, I'll. I'll go the Monday night game because I'm interested to see how Dalton will play, and I guess with the high-powered offense of Dallas and Kyler Murray, just like I know the Arizona Cardinals aren't always the most fun team to watch. They're probably super frustrating for their fans too. But Kyler Murray is amazing. So. To see him on Monday night to see how he'll perform in Dalton in prime time. So that'll be pretty interesting to see. Very exciting. And of yeah, course, Dave, uh yeah, Moose. Yeah, I was saying, did you did you say LA San Francisco? Uh I did not, but they're, they're gonna be a great game. 
Yeah. I well, said Green Bay. I, I, I don't know what's going on with San Francisco. I, w- I wouldn't want to put them in the favorite games to watch. That's unless true. you really want to yeah. see either a tire fire or just like a a team trying to figure their shit out for the season. But I mean, um, they're they in just, they just the brought playoffs. back. They brought back Jimmy too soon. Yeah, agreed. They they birthed too hard and they brought him back too soon. Are you too hard? Dave, CJ are, if you didn't reference. listen to the last episode, if you didn't listen to the last episode, episode uh, <laughs> C, C, CJ, it's because I was about to say birth hard. I said e- episode yes. birth hard. Episode <laughs> CJ episode. Um, <laughs> Dave, are you worried at all about the Cleveland Browns with their four and one against your Pittsburgh Steelers? At four and zero, oh, absolutely. I think the Browns are legit, and uh, we always have trouble with the Browns Ooh. in that divisional matchup. So that'll be an interesting game. Uh, Anthony, you and I have a beer bet about Browns versus Bengals on the season, and it's uh, not looking good for you so far. No, not at all. No, but that's okay. Um, guys, the 49ers are in danger of not making the playoffs. Like, they have no time to waste here, Moose. Uh, whether it's CJ Bethard or or Jimmy Githaropolo, they got to get their shit together. Last you know I mean? year was a fluke. They, they have get to get the ball serious. to George Kithel. Yeah, I mean, last game, like two weeks ago, they certainly did a good job of that, but this past week, not so much. Last year was a friggin' fluke. Like, their division is, has so many better teams. Like, the Rams, I said the Rams are going to go to the Super Bowl, which, you know, the Green Bay Packers look are looking like they're going to be the ones going and there. And the but, Seahawks. And the Seahawks. But uh, I think Green Bay is more well-rounded, whereas the Seahawks defense is a tire fire right now. If they have yeah. to play catch-up all the time. Okay, but not- aside... Aside from Jimmy G looking like a mess last game, like what do you got against the 49ers? Well, they lost. They lost two of their best defensive players and yeah. MVPs. In, They're uh, just not the same team Nick as last year. And their, who's the linebacker, guys? I always forget the linebacker, but it was some big losses there on defense. Yeah, and like I think it was a surprise to everyone last year that they played as well as they did. I don't think they have a team – to be year in, year out like that. Like, Mostert was amazing last year. You and I felt that Mostert is not that guy, is not that t- high-end RB that is going to win you championships. And then Garoppolo, he, he he sometimes looks good. He sometimes doesn't. He's not like an Aaron Rodgers or even a Goff. Like, I, I guess everybody expects him to be better than he actually is because he was brought up by Bill Be- Bill Belichick. <laughs> In that system, it's Bill Bethacek. Bill Bethacek. Be- but Bill um, <laughs> I, I think, and with the injuries, and then I don't know. The, it's just, it's just a mess right now. I think other teams in their division are just have been doing it for a while and have been there. So I, I don't know. That's how I feel. But I'm just right. one man who rants. One man who rants away. All right, guys. Any anything to wrap up the episode here before the Saints Chargers not even done? We could go over the. Some of the stats here before we sign off. Kamara's been just okay. He has six catches for 37 yards, only 30, only 33 yards on the ground. Oh, please be Trey one. And that is not Trey one. It's Jared <laughs> touchdown, Cook. Touchdown to Jared Cook. It's now tied. It will be tied after this extra point, 20 to 20. Um, Emmanuel Sanders has been on fire. He's got 10 targets, nine receptions for 106 yards. So he's been big. Um, and in terms of the Chargers, Herbert has three TDs. So obviously doing. Okay, so far still stuck at 16 points. See how that ends up. Uh, what do you guys think about Justin Jackson versus Josh Kelly? They both have nine rush attempts. Justin Jackson doing way more with those. And uh, one catch for Kelly, two catches for Jackson. What do you think about there? Nothing to comment on. They're both 
mediocre today. Less. But than if mediocre. you have to pick yeah, one, I think, it's, pick? I think, I think uh, you can't. I think it's no. still uh, undecided. Yeah. Okay. You heard it here first, guys. Undecided. We have a tie game and, with 11 minutes left. And uh, who's going to be drinking two beers on Instagram tonight? David. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah Your yeah. Hayden Hurst we'll uh, beer bet. And um, judging, uh, like, there could be a possible another beer bet filming, uh, depending on Herbert, on this next drive. Could be yeah. uh, the 20-point drive. 20 point, 20 fantasy well, point wait drive. till the game's over. Because, you know, right. interceptions. And 11 such, minutes so. left. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I think we're that's about it for us, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to ready to sign um, off. Any words of wisdom before we leave? Well, well Anthony, did you have anything Buff? to say first? Well, I want to know what episode. That's it. I, I was going to say, I feel like that's it. I feel like it's important now. I, my listeners, I, maybe they're listening now to see what has happened in Buffy. Uh, a lot oh. has happened. <laughs> um, the town has been in peril several times. Willow. Willow is a full-blown witch now. She can do spells. Uh, Buffy and Angel are, are madly in love. But unfortunately, Angel is cursed, and if he falls in love again, he'll become a demon. It's wild. Whoa. The build-up to the season finale is is building. Buffy had to fight pure evil at one point. It's wild stuff, folks. So, Moose, anyone who's not caught up on Buffy, are you just kind of... Should we have a spoiler alert, you know, next time, before? Uh, you can't have a spoiler um, alert I think, when this I think, has been I think out at for at this so point, <laughs> Yeah, at this point, uh, uh, you know... If you haven't seen it, then it's your own fault for being spoiled. Oh, okay. Uh, like I, I brought this yet. up. Uh, I brought this up Angel. like three or four episodes ago. So if you haven't been watching, that's your own fault. Yeah, get over it. Angel is the, he had his own uh, spinoff series, right? He yeah, sure I, did. Am I right about that? Okay. He yeah, sure, with Spike sure is Spike in the episodes yet? Oh yes, he he had his original stint and then he left. Now he's back. Well, he and came he, back. Now he's gone he again. He falls in love with Buffy, which like screws him over. I don't know oh, if that's happening. Now that's yet. A, that's a spoiler. I already knew that happened, but we're not there yet. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> All right, guys. Well, sorry for ruining Buffy the Vampire Slayer if you haven't seen it yet. But uh, you know, oh wait, exactly. And a notable thing we were talking about: uh, Alicia, Elisha. What was her name? Dushku. What? Well, what is it? it? Yeah, it's spelled E L I Z A. But, but I always um, thought it was Alicia du- Dushku. I is know it Eliza Dushku. Count Dushku. Uh, sure. Count Dushku. <laughs> um, but um, we said that she is very attractive and was like, like, like she's just primo. But also Cordelia in Buffy, underrated, underrated. She kind yes. of disappears. Her, but her, she, she was also in the spinoff. Her spin-off. real name. Her real name is Charisma. Charisma Carpenter. Yeah. Ooh. That's the actress. Charisma Carpenter. Or actress. Interesting. Yeah, the actress is... uh, Okay. Charisma Carpenter. Well, that's that's enough Buffy talk for me for tonight, guys. So, looking forward to seeing the end of this game, Saints Chargers, and uh, looking forward to our next episode coming into week six. That, That about does it for us, guys. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ciao.